Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley, Harley Davidson. Today's guest is professional flat tracker, Max Whale. Welcome, mate. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Mate, it's such a, um, such a huge privilege to have you here. Uh, you've travelled well, traveled all around the States this year in a pretty crazy year. Uh, probably your most successful year in that form. Welcome. No, thank you very much. Yeah, no, uh, excited to be here and it should be good. Who is um, who's Max Whale? I'm um, a 19-year-old Australian that uh, races an American flat track in the uh, United States for uh, nine months of the year and races uh, AFT singles. And um, you've got an, a last name that's pretty uh, synonymous with uh, motorcycle racing in Australia. Obviously, uh, your dad's Brett Whale, mm-hmm. Whale's Kawasaki and Whale's motorcycle store up the road here. Um, yeah, it's quite a, quite a name within the sport, hey? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Lucky to have him and, uh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So let's um, let's get back. How how did you start in in motorcycle racing? I'm guessing you've just been around it forever, but how was it? Pretty much uh, like as long as I can remember. Um, growing up, I was always at the shop at Wales, yeah, motorcycle world. Um, yep. Always there. Um, and pretty much as soon as I turned four, I, um, I started racing. That's like that's all I can remember. Uh, I had wow. a little KDX 50, and yeah, it's been racing ever since. Wow, it's pretty crazy. Did you did you guys grow up around here? Like to have the store there, you must have been around here or something. Uh, when I was when I was younger, yeah. uh, I think the age of six, we moved up to um, Gympie. But uh, you know, from when I was a real young fellow, we used to live at uh, Santa Barbara Gold Coast. Okay, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Now that that store um, up here was a huge thing for for this area. You know, mm-hmm. it was such a such a big thing. Do you have any memories of it? Yeah, I got a couple of good memories. Uh, I remember one day they were working on a brand new um, KX fifty two stroke wow. in the um, in the uh, workshop in the back there, and I was playing around. Oh, I was probably four at the time or something, and uh, I was messing with it. And the mechanics told me not to. And I remember pulling the foot peg, and the thing fell on top of me. Oh, no. <laughs> brand new? <laughs> yeah, brand new. I remember Dad was not pumped, but it's a few of those stories. But um, yeah, it, it was awesome growing up and seeing a lot of the races that Dad used to help out and stuff always in the shop and. You know, just hanging around uh, used to be such a cool thing and all the salesmen, everyone knew me, so it's awesome. Yeah, it was one of those things and your dad did help so many different races out as well, so you would have seen a lot of people passing through those doors. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So racing, did you start racing at four? Like that was just yeah. the start or what? I pretty much started racing as soon as I could. Um, yeah. I started riding when I was like three, just in a couple of like parks near home, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, started racing when I was four at uh, my Catcher Junior Motorcycle Club. Yep. So making the trip down from uh, up the other way to go to my catcher. Yeah, well, when I was we used to live at the Gold Coast, so okay, it used to be like ten minutes from home. But ah, uh, so you're still living down that way when this all started. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But when I was like six, we moved up to the farm. So, yep. Yeah, ah, cool. And uh, how how did you go at the start? Were you natural or did it take some time? Uh, when I was real young, I was terrible. Really? Yeah, I just just I, I used to just do it because I enjoyed it, and you know, Dad used to race a little bit too, and yep. just yeah, it used to be just, be just fun. So how old are you now? You're 19? Yeah, just turned 19, yeah. So when you're between four and six on that sort of style, do you remember who you're racing against that's come through now? Oof. Um, I raced a lot of um, people that I'm still racing now. Um, yeah. You know, when I was real young at Hatches. He was a little bit younger than me, but I raced uh, like Kaish and Wheel. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's a lot of people older than me that I still know and I talk to that are really good friends with, like um, Jake Allen, you yep. know, Kazi Thompson, all those guys. But when I was four to six, a lot, I, you know, a lot of the people that I rode with aren't really doing it that much anymore at mm. the Gold Coast. But I didn't, yeah, you know, I sort of just used to go to the track and have fun, not really, you know, hang out with them. Just people. for fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, after Hatches, where would have been another place that you would have rode at? Uh, North Brisbane Junior Motorcycle Club. Yep. That's sort of been my main club ever yep. since then, since I moved it to the farm. It's the closest track near us, really. So, yeah. Such a breeding ground for racing, hey? Mm-hmm. North no, Brisbane. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so. Did you go to the Speedway on Saturday? I did, yes. Good, eh? Oh, it was unreal. Yeah. Great such, racing. Such a good meeting. Yeah. Um, okay, so you would have been riding that. What was, the, what was the next step for you after that? What, what would you have got on to? Uh, I th- when I started turning like seven, we started going to uh, title meetings. We started yep. traveling a little bit, um, New South Wales and, you know, so forth, up north, far far north Queensland. Yep. But that was sort of about it. We uh, we never really uh, – we sort of, you know, did local meetings and a few title meetings that were not too far away. But then when I started turning like, you know, 10 and that, then we started going to Canberra and, you know, a bit further. But, yeah, it's been good. Isn't it one of those sports where, like, uh, you get football families – and they get upset that they've got to go to the north side <laughs> yeah. to go to play sport on a Saturday. Yeah. Geez, you get around as a, as a flat track racer, hey? Oh, yeah. I remember, like, 
dad used to have this thing. So we used to race Saturday, Sunday at a title meeting. Yep. And then he'd drive all night Sunday and get me back to school on Monday because he used to try and, you know, like, I appreciate it. But, like, you know, he drove all night. Wow. So I could get to school on Monday. But, yeah, no. So we'd be in a couple of times we were in Summersby um, yep. and he'd drive all night and then he'd get he'd stop at three o'clock or something and then mum would drive the last two hours home and then I'd get up for school at like six, uh, 7.30 a.m. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And, and you've got to think too, like, and you know it now, you've just done a whole year yourself as such as well. He's not taking it easy through the days. Like no, he's no. always got something to do as well, then driving all night they're yeah. on the... They're on he, the clock. He'd drive all Friday, yep. have a little rest Friday night, yep. and then Saturday, Sunday, work on the bikes flat out. Yep. And then, you know, as soon as Sunday's finished, he'd get in the car and drive home the whole way. Man, that's it's, huge. It's crazy. And, and it's a, and it's just a familiar story with so many races, you know. it's It happens so often. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially flat track. Oh, it, yeah. It's real core yeah. racing where people are traveling just massive distances. And, yeah, yeah it's really, really cool sport for that. Um, how'd you go when you started to get into those sort of ranks, starting traveling around and that? Um, I struggled a little bit at the start just with, you know, um, coming to grips with the new competition and that. But uh, by the age of 13, you know, 12, I, I really started, you know, half like turning it around, which was yep. good. Um, 250 time, but yeah, so, yeah. So as soon as you, and, and you're 6'4 now, you, you just said? Yeah, yeah. You're obviously tall as a, as a 14, 13, 14 year old. Yeah, you yeah. must have felt pretty good getting onto a 250. Yeah, I always liked the uh, bigger bikes. Yep. Pretty much as soon as I could get up, I, I normally did. Or, you know, in a couple of months, I'd go up. So, yeah. Yep. I always preferred a bigger bike when I was growing up. Who was someone, like, back then that you'd look to that was sort of like an idol or an influence? Like, you had had a lot of different people floating around your your house even. Yeah. Who, who was something you looked up to? When I was really young, I used to look up to all the motocrosses a lot. Like, yep. uh, at the time, uh, Luke George, Luke Arbon, Cody yep. Mackey, Mitch Ho, those guys. Um, but then once I, uh, once I started getting a little bit older and started racing myself, I always looked up to a, a good mate that I've, I've known my whole life, Jake Allen. So, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, it's pro- I, you know, I, I looked up to him, but, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's crazy. And he won on Saturday. Yeah, he did. He yeah. actually won on Saturday. He was yeah. good too. <laughs> yeah, it was. So he's, he's, um, he's incredibly talented, eh? Oh, yeah. Incredibly. So, so he was someone that you sort of, oh, say, idolised. Yeah, you know, yeah, when I was young. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, um. <clears throat> so traveling around and that, did you enjoy the travel part of it or was that just a necessity you get to races? Um, like now or when I was young? Back when you were young. Oh, it didn't really bother me that much. I yeah. never drove. I used to just lay in the back or yeah. play on a phone or an iPad or something and yeah. dad would just drive on drive on drive, like nonstop. Wow. Yeah. And you've been Kawasaki your whole... Whole life, pretty much, yeah. So. Man, that's a long relationship. Yeah. From four years old. Yeah. I uh, had a couple of years where I rode a Honda, but that's about it, really. Yeah, right. What's been your favourite track in Australia? Uh, favourite track in Australia so far would have to be um, Gunnedah. In, yeah. Uh, near, right near Tamworth. Um, oil track, it's a good track for sure. Awesome track, eh? Oh, yeah. And then there's another one, Appen, just just south of Sydney. That's a great track too. Now, that's the new Appen track that they just did the last two years or three years? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like purpose-built for almost 19s, really. Yeah. So it's, it's really fun to ride and good layout and, yeah, got a good, good flow to it. Yeah, it's, uh, I was down there filming the, um, the motoc- New South Wales state titles for the motocross. Okay. Yeah. I got to go over and have a bit of a look at that. And uh, that's where they did Sultans too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, second round of Sultans to slide. Yeah. yeah, that looks like a really, really good surface. No, it is. Tell yeah. me about going to 19s. Huge step for you at the time? Yeah, huge step. Um, before I went to America when I was uh, 14, I, I rode a lot in Australia on a 250. Yep. But um, over there, you can ride a 450 at 14. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. So I remember when I went over to uh, Amateur Nationals, uh, it would have been 15. Yeah. Um, I, I, w- I was 14 years old on a 450, and, yeah, no, it, was, it was a huge step. But, you know, it took me a little bit to get used to it. But once I sort of got the hang of it, I, I really enjoy it. It takes like a whole different style of riding yep. to go fast, which I, which I enjoy a lot. So, because you would have grown up on 2118. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much the whole, your whole time, apart mm-hmm. from going to places like uh, Gunnedah and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're at 17, so 17, or, or 17, yep. 19. Yep. Wow. That's, yeah, it's such a, such a huge change for the bike and that. And yeah. Do, do, do you think that that should be something that should 
be consistent. Just just everywhere you go, you should have a 19. Yeah, for sure. I feel like a 19, 19 should be in Australia as well. Yeah. Like one tyre could get you through a whole meeting. Yeah. Where in Australia, you know, if you want to be, if you want to win an Australian title or a Brisbane Cup for say in, in a couple of weeks, yep. you're going to have to take three tyres there, two rear tyres where... 19s, you can just have one set and you'd be good for the day. You just turn it around. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so the conventional trials tire that people have used forever. At, at a North Brisbane Cup, you go through three. Oh, it depends how the track is. Yeah, yeah, you go through two at least. Yeah. Man, and mine like, last a year. <laughs> <laughs> like the cup race yeah. that you start off with a fresh edge, and by the end of it, you're pretty much gone. Yeah, it's pretty much gone. You racing that? Yeah, I am racing Brisbane Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And. um Going to the States at 14 years old. Now, you don't have to say this, but you, like your season that you've just come to now, you've just won your first AFT single straight, like full yeah. open race. You see the Lawrence, Jet and Hunter, obviously. <laughs> it's You're sort of comparing paths, you know, but you're in a flat track path compared to a supercross motocross path. Yeah. Do you see that as well, like a similarity? Uh, not really, like a little bit, not really. Like those guys are, you know... Uh, it, like it's it's uh it I suppose so in a little bit but yeah but those guys you know they've come from England as well yeah for sure yeah. um you know Hunter for say he uh, he did really well in England then came over to America and they did their grounding over there yeah yep. yeah and Jet being 16 years old I think he just turned 17 and he's already winning like winning races it's massively crazy. it's yeah it's huge but like you're 19 years old now and you've come through just not not the same sort of thing but it's such a such a huge step for somebody yeah I it feel, is for sure you yeah. know and uh yeah let's talk about this year all right sweet yeah you got to daytona mm-hmm. same as jared i had jared brook on here as well yeah and there's no daytona <laughs> yeah. um how how did the year go what what happened it literally like so we we drove all my bikes and stuff is normally kept in uh pennsylvania yep so me and dad landed in pennsylvania we spent two weeks building these bikes wow. um you know they were they were last year's bikes from the year before but we just fully tore them down and went over the whole thing and then we drove uh, I think it's like 13 14 hours to Daytona so to 2018 uh, 19 yep. KX450Fs mm-hmm. yep. yep. okay yep. and so uh, we drove down to Daytona and uh, we pretty much unloaded the whole trailer and they said and like unloaded it um, just starting to set the t- uh, they set the tent up and everything and they give this emergency like call thing on the radio and we we go up to the uh the, like the the main tower at Daytona. Yeah. And I remember going in there and uh, they're like, yeah, sorry, it's been uh, it's been cancelled, national emergency. And we were like, what? And then, wow. And so then it was a week till day Atlanta, and then everyone pretty much knew that was going to be cancelled as well. Yeah. And so my dad, we went back up to Pennsylvania, and we he hung out there for maybe two or one more week, and then he's like. I gotta go home, and I was, I was like, yeah, just go home. You know, it could yeah. be four months till our next race. It could be two weeks. Yeah. I'll be right. And but yeah, it was. It was like four months. I sat around in an RV, just trying to find places to ride and stuff for four months. And then for in like Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, no. So the first month, two months, I was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I was lucky enough to hang out Briar and Shana, yeah. uh, Bowman, and uh, and Don's Kawasaki. I was just hanging out there in the RV, but. Yeah, hung out there. Yeah, like the first two months, there was barely anything on because it was like sh- complete shutdown. Wow. And so there was nothing to do. And then um, once that sort of got over the two month, I drove to Illinois uh, to hang out with uh, Briar's brother Bronson Bowman. Yep. And um, you know, and and the camp family, and and I hung out there and rode for a month. And I actually broke my arm riding at. Um, Did you? Yeah. He's, no, no one really knows about it, but yeah, I broke my arm and. It's kind of lucky because they were going to say we were racing in three weeks. That was the plan, but no, that was that yeah. was not the, like that didn't happen. So I was actually kind of lucky in a way because when I broke my arm, it was it ended up being like four weeks in a cast, and so you would have missed the first race. I would have missed the first race, yeah. yeah. But um, it didn't, you know, it got cancelled. So that was only that was only plus thing about it. But yeah, I spent a bit of time at my other buddy's house, Matt Gunther, and. And then uh, Barry and Lisa Bauman as well, and yeah. you know Keith and Jill Singleton. So yeah, spend a lot of time just hanging out at friends' places, and yeah, just waiting for the next race. Do they take you in like family? Oh, for sure. It's yeah. it's awesome. I'm so lucky to have, you know, so many awesome families that help me out in America. They'll just yeah, they, they park the RV there and they just fully help me out, which is because it'd be hard without that. You oh, know, for sure. I, I couldn't do it without them. 
that's like, yeah. yeah. It's that, that's that's it. I go to the house and I can pull all the stuff out of my trailer, you know, do all my bikes and stuff, and yeah. they, they're totally fine with it. See, so like it's you can't really just go to a Walmart car park and you know pull everything out and start <laughs> prepping it, yeah. Because a lot of and and you would have, I guess, in your travels, you've done this for a while now. You would have done the whole Walmart thing. Oh, I've done it plenty of time, times. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, cause and I still did it this year. You got to pull everything out of the campground, or wow, you know, yeah. uh, you know, just something like that. I remember when Dad was over there, like, cause I didn't do it by myself. I I wouldn't do it by myself, but. Yeah. Dad would go to like an abandoned building and we'd just set up and just start pulling everything out and stuff. Seriously? Yeah. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, no, it's crazy. What's your RV? What do you got? Tell us oh, about it's this thing. A, it's a, I actually call it Pablo. Um, it's it's a wild beast. We, uh, me and Dad bought it really cheap off Craigslist <laughs> and it, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a wild beast, I'll tell you that much. You know, the, the roof leaks, it's, uh, it's a wild bit of gear. So it's it's not the glamorous lifestyle, oh, excuse no. me, lifestyle traveling around? No, for sure, yeah. no, no. Trailer? Yeah, I got a tra- our trailer's pretty nice, but yep. yeah, the RV sucks. <laughs> and what's the, uh, is it gas or is it a diesel thing? It's a gas, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> you've been pulling oh, yeah. fuel into it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, so <clears throat> Pennsylvania. What's what's the riding like? Obviously, there's a bit of a base there of people. Is there good riding through there as well? Yeah, it's pretty good riding. Um, yep. A few good tracks, but um, you know, it's just I got um, the people there that help me out so much in Pennsylvania. That's a big thing. Yeah. Um, I'd say for riding, uh, Illinois is pretty good too because there's so many tracks in Illinois. Yeah. Um, so many people that have like home tracks that we can ride at and stuff. So yeah. Man, that's is that something that surprised like compared to here, like you've got you've got a home track. Yep. Who else has got a home track? That'd be pretty pretty I, rare. I know, like two people. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, but you go over there and probably how many home tracks have there been? Oh, Nearly everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. So the, there's a few, not many. It it's more of the thing like clubs over here. Mm. Like if you want to go to a club track and like rent it out, it'd be a big deal. You need ambulances. You need. Yep. It's going to cost a lot of money. Where you could just like ring, a, you know, a guy that owns a track up that you're good friends with, and say, "Hey, can you prep this track?" And I'll give you a couple hundred bucks, and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah no, sweet as." And you just shop and ride all day. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty cool, and and good prep tracks. Yeah, no, they're pretty good. Clay, um, clay, and you know, like a loose dirt as well. As well. <clears throat> so yeah. you get a fair, very, excuse me, fair variation of your riding over there, hey? Oh, for sure. It yeah. goes from one extreme to another. And uh, <clears throat> so the uh, Shana. Yeah. How was it staying there? Ah, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, you, know, you learn so much from them. Yeah, you know, Brian and Shana. But Wait, uh, one of the mo- the Shana is the most winning singles, singles rider, rider ever. Yeah. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you learn learn a lot. Yeah, learn a lot from their training to everything and you know, yep. how they eat. But yeah, no, it's super cool. How's your training been? What's your what like your your travel so much? What do you do? Uh, it's hard to do a lot, like keep a consistent program, especially yep. with doing your bikes as well. Mm. But I just try and run and cycle as much as I can. You know, occasionally do. You know, just other few things, but mainly just try and run. And you know, I got I bought a cycle bike this year, yeah. And so I do a little bit of that as well. So yeah. And I'm guessing too, like mm-hmm. um, leaving your RV with your trailer with your two bikes in it. Yeah. You wouldn't want to leave it too many. Like go and cycle for a few hours. You probably wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, wouldn't come back to keen. an RV. No, no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be real keen on that, I guess either. No, so yeah, yeah I just you know you go for a run around some dodgy areas and you, you know, the the pace starts to. You know, quicken up every time you go running. <laughs> you keep thinking about yeah. what's happening. Yeah, it's such a – mate, you're 19. Mm-hmm. You're travelling like through some pretty crazy places as a 19-year-old yeah. um, by yourself yeah. with, you know, um, whatever the figure is of bikes sitting in the back of, the back of it as <laughs> yeah. well. So it's uh, – how does it feel to going around like that, just being 19? That's it all right. It's pretty cool. You know, yeah. you try not to think too much about it. Yeah. But you definitely go – you'll be driving on the motorway and you look across and – the fuel lights on and you're looking and it's like this is not looking good and you're like you're driving through like the hood <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you just try and like you, you got to try and like judge your uh, trip yeah for like a, a good fuel stop so that's like these three fuel stops i stop at loves travel center yeah. flying j travel center and travel america or something travel something like that um, uh you know it's uh like auto centers yep and so they got massive like fuel stations for um the rv so I'd have to try and reverse it into some tiny little fuel bowser or and then you know that they're, they're, they're all in good areas there's not you know they're not dodgy or anything yeah. like that so it's good they're like a premium shop like they're yeah, they're yeah. safe you know yeah. so um you had any mishaps along the way in the rv or anything oh i had a couple of tires go out in the trailer on oh, the really? way to texas but that was all right got it sorted and you know just that's just you know it is what it is really isn't it yeah i think um 
you've obviously had to learn a lot on your feet yeah, as yeah. well. Like you've traveled around for years racing bikes. That stuff happens yeah, here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Doesn't it make Australia look very easy when you start traveling oh, over there? So, yeah, it's totally different. You know, you can pull up pretty much anywhere and you know you you're going to be pretty much safe. Another thing is too in the RV, there's, yeah. not, there's not many like water, like, you know, taps. Oh, really? Over there? Yeah, so it's super hard to find water. So Like clean water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, like, you know, over here you see them on the side of the road everywhere. Yeah. On the side of buildings, you just hook up, whatever. Yeah. And so there's like, as I said, those three gas, like the servos, gas stations, we call them in America. They're the only ones like with water spigots. Wow. That's what they call them. So like taps. Yeah. And so you got to go to those three to get water. And so sometimes they don't even have them. So like, you're like, you just, you need water so bad and you're driving around for an hour, half an hour trying to find water for the RV. There's so many little things that that people just don't see that happens. So like cheats. Along the way, you've got like cheats that you go, okay, that that's gas station is yeah. going to have this. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's certain things that you go to all these little places oh, yeah. that by now you've got like a pattern, I guess. Got like, a rough idea, yeah, yeah, for sure. When you went over at 14, was that like a huge eye opener? It was crazy driving yeah. on the wrong side of the road and yeah. just seeing how like the Americans do it really. You know, we drove uh, straight to Pennsylvania and we did two race meetings in our first weekend, I think. So wow. it was just like a huge, like huge, just like, wow, look at this. Because like coming from here, you would have been six weeks apart. Yeah. You would have raced a race meeting and then it would have been, you know, four weeks time. You've got to be 2,000 Ks north. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, two in a weekend. Yeah. So like we drove, I'm pretty sure it was the first one was at like a track called Square Deal in Pennsylvania. Right. And then uh, we got in the car and drove three hours at night. Yeah. It was supposed to be three hours, but mum put the wrong, um, <laughs> wrong uh, uh, like address in the GPS. So we had to drive three. We drove three hours the wrong way. Yeah. And dad goes, oh, I swear we've been on this road before. And mum's like looking, oh no. So we had to drive six hours all night yeah. back to the other raceman. We did like five laps of practice and it got rained out. Oh, you see? Yeah. So just so many of those stories. It's just like it's hilarious. But you look at it, it's hilarious now, but it wasn't at the time. Oh, the stress was <laughs> huge. Yeah. Why, like, not why America, obviously, if you're going to race flat track, you want to, was mm-hmm. it a huge, but was it a huge decision to go over there at that age? Yeah, for sure. It was yeah. like, we sort of planned it for about a year or so. Yeah. Um, that we thought about doing it and wanted to give it a go. Yeah. I did Speedway before that and I sort of did it for, I think, two years and I didn't really, en- I started losing, like, I didn't really enjoy it that much anymore. Yeah. So, so you yeah, got to win. Yeah. So I went over yeah. to America to give it a go and yeah, loved it, but... I ended up getting second, uh, two seconds and a fourth in the first year amateur nationals. Yep. And then the second year I got three seconds. So I had plenty of seconds. Yeah. And I, a couple of them I missed by like one point. Wow. So many times. But yeah, no, it is what it is. Did you feel accepted when you went over there? Like, no, the people are really nice. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Like that's something that um, I've had James Raspoli on and Brad mm-hmm. and spoken to him off camera and that as well. That's something that sounds like actually is uh, it happens there. Like yeah. everyone talks pretty, it's pretty openly and yeah, yeah. You it's, know, it's competitive as mm-hmm. anything, but everyone's pretty. It's a pretty friendly environment. Yeah, it is. And I, I could go up to like three riders that I race against yeah. and tell them exactly what I'm going to do my bike. Yeah, and they'll tell me the exactly the same thing they're going to do to theirs. So wow. it's it's like really cool. And are the bikes you're on, what what are you doing? Is there much much you can do, or is it pretty much open market, or what's the go? Like you can't touch the frame or the swing arm. Yep. But you can, you know, do motor work. Um, you can. Uh, uh, there's like a certain limit on the fuel, like the um, f- like octane. No, yeah, the, we got a spec fuel, spec yep. tires. Um, suspension can be anything, but uh, there's like a throttle body like limit and stuff like that. But that's about it. And yep. obviously, you have to be a 450. Yep. And without saying the power numbers, do you know roughly what a power number of a good 450 would be over there? Yeah, yeah. 60s. Uh, I've heard like I don't know how true it is yep. but I've heard some are making early 70s holy crap it's yeah. a lot eh yeah. but it could just be like a downhill dyno yeah you just never yeah. know there's no old people could just be pulling your leg someone yeah. <laughs> just purely lying yep. but uh, it's a big number isn't it oh yeah, it's huge and uh, when you went on to the A-Tech suspension kit oh yeah, yeah. A-Kit, A-Kit sorry yeah, yeah. A-Kit what, 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 for someone that doesn't know what, what what's it like does it does it just change the bike completely or yeah, so I was lucky enough that um, Showa helped me out um, yeah. last year. And, so that's Showa factory, like that's a factory fork, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Uh, it just pretty much like it, like the 2019 K- KX450, they came out with them uh, pretty similar. Yep. But uh, yeah, so it's just like a 
a uh, just a suspension that's it's just better that's pretty much it. that's pretty much it like it it's yeah. it's hard to describe what it what it is but yeah it's like uh, got the special coatings and yep. you know all that stuff but yeah so is it is it like you would have tested back to back no doubt is it like uh up here to hit you're like is it that much i noticed it... the front was better yep. a lot better but the rear sh- shock i actually ended up using oem sometimes really yeah so yeah. it just depends what track you're at and stuff yeah just oem sprung and valve to suit yourself obviously yeah yep. yep. wow that's pretty yeah it's just one of those things you see um you see obviously i watch the supercross all the time and that you hear about the factory fork and yeah you just think wonder what it's like to be yeah. on it's know? it's more more so motocross supercross obviously yep. because they're jumping and yep. going through braking bumps that are just like this deep you know for sure but uh for us you know we, it, it it helps out a little bit but you know not as much as them obviously when you when you went over the first time did you take bikes or did you get bikes over there and no take... we have we get bikes over there normally you yeah. did yeah yep. and uh so that even the first time yeah uh yes we bought a brand new stock uh 2016 kx50 i think it was kx's have been known since since they come out in 2006 7 as like a potent motor hey like it's like, like a strong yeah the engine is a yeah. strong fast fast engine hey yeah yeah they're pretty good for, yeah yeah and same same still now uh there's definitely a lot of other brands getting around that are yep. you know really good obviously the kdm you know it's it's like it's yeah it's a premium bike yeah. obviously as well tell me why's why shana so good she's she yeah she's just as good i couldn't like she's she's fast yep. you know she's smooth and she's not scared at all like yeah this is no fear no she's she's great she's yeah she's yeah she, there's nothing like there's no way to describe it she's good yeah. she's just a really good racer hey yeah yeah because it's just you just look and that's and that's something that is so hard to tell when somebody rides so smooth mm-hmm. um you can't you just smooth obviously is fast but yeah. it's so hard to tell you know yeah um, and it's it, it's hard to do as well yep and uh yeah it must be you've obviously ridden private tracks with 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 them yep. as a group how do you, how how you know when you first went there did you has your pace picked up from doing that oh for sure yeah um they taught me a lot of things like briar especially like yep. when i when i first started riding with them at the start of the year i'd go out you know the track would be probably overwatered or it'd be dusty or something <laughs> yeah and i'd crash and he'd be like what are you doing like just slow down and so i learned a lot just from them like uh you know just like sometimes the track is you know, not a hundred percent. So, or you know, it could be it's te- it could be terrible. Like, and a couple of times it was. Yeah. I just slow it all down and relax. And yeah, I, lo- I learned a lot from him. So you, you like you just see the track continually evolving, hey? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah he's good. What's um? You got to go on the twin, didn't you? Yeah, I had a couple of guys on the uh, Springfield Mile. Yep. How was that? It was crazy. Like uh, <laughs> the drafting, yep. and then you know the corners, especially at Springfield. Yep. It's so wide. Um, and just you know, flowing, yep. you, you barely even let off. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And like, what sort of speeds? Uh, I think we're doing like a hundred, hundred mile an hour. Hundred sixty k's. No, we're doing more. I think it's like hundred and thirty or something. Yeah, mile an hour. Yeah, and that's fast. Yeah, yeah. That's and the cool. drafting, you feel like because coming from here, you don't, you wouldn't notice really drafting anywhere. Uh, and I've never done road racing either, so so you'll be in the mile and like. You get a suck. You like you get sucked in. No front brake, and you yeah. got to like you got to judge it good because obviously no front brake coming to the corner. Wow. If you pull out too, too late, yeah. you can just slide off the groove and take them with you. So yeah, it's it, a lot goes into it. Yeah, and not nervous, but was it was there a bit of nerves there before you went out doing that? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, just you know, just a totally different bike. That's all I was nervous about. For sure. Yeah. How that opportunity come up? Um, I like I was um. I was searching for a twin to ride for Springfield and uh, Shana, you know, told me the McGrain family are looking for a rider and I was lucky enough to get on yeah. get on a, on the McGrain twin, which was, yeah, super lucky. And was it, you know, is it everything you would have expected? Oh, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Do you, uh, do you know what you're doing for 2021? I do, yes. You do? Okay, yeah. cool. So um, this year, like, you obviously come out, you do your win, everything like that. Was it's not a surprise because you, you're an unreal rider, mm-hmm. but that must have just felt so good, so re- much relief, I guess. Eh? It, was, it was crazy. Yeah, I went there, you know, with um, Bri- Bri's dad, 
and Bronson's dad. They, oh, he really? was my mechanic on the weekends. I was super lucky to have him. Yeah, right. Barry Bowman. Yeah. And um, yeah, he went there and we. The, there's actually a test day, but the day before and we did it. Yeah. And uh, I think I was like second and second and first. You know, like a few of the sessions, and he's like, "Dude, you can do it." And I was, and it was sort of like, "Yeah," like because my best finish before then was just one third. Yeah. And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we'll give it a go." Yeah. Just sort of yeah, and then. Uh, I went out for qualifying and the practice and I was, I think I was second in every practice and qualifying. Yeah. A semi come round and a whole shot of my semi and yeah, won that. And then the main event, I got actually got a pretty bad start in the uh, the main. I got shuffled around a little bit. Wow. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it, I passed him and yeah, I got to the front and it was just, it's crazy, honestly. Best feeling in the world. Oh, it must have been. It was like, you know, you've won titles. You've done. You've done. A, you've had it. You're 19. You've had an awesome career already. Mm-hmm. But that must have been just a huge moment in your life. Oh, it's just like I just dreamed about it for so many years. Like, yep. and just to go across that line was crazy. And I'm guessing because I've seen it here, your social media must have lit up pretty heavily. Yeah, it did. Because yeah. like every person that I know that loves that sport mm-hmm. so much as well, sharing. Yeah, the win, yeah. like so. Your your phone must have went wild as soon as that happened. Eh? Yeah, no, it was pretty. It's, it was awesome. And how cool. was the rest of the year? Um, you know, it's a disrupted year too. Like you've had. It's yeah, a strange for sure. Year. Yeah, so. so like it took us four months to get a race in. Yeah. from when I, from when we normally start. Yep. Um, the second round was in. Oh, so we have like the double headers. Mm. And so on uh, day two of Volusia, my fast bike actually broke. What happened to it? Um, something happened to the ECU, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And. Um, we uh, so we had to we had to end that. Oh, so I had to ride the um the slow bike, and uh, that thing, it wasn't the best, but it was okay. I, up, I think I ended up eighth that day. Yeah. Then we went on to Indy Mile, and I'll tell you right now, you know my bikes aren't horsepower machines. Yeah. Um, isn't like, and I'm a tall guy too. I struggled, you know, staying with the fast guys in the lead draft, and that, that's as simple as that. So I struggled a little bit for, at uh, Indy, mm-hmm. but you know I felt like it wasn't through lack of riding. Yeah, uh, I got ended up I think a sixth and a and a twelfth there, or seventh and a twelfth, yeah. And then you know I went from a, a bit of a rough. Oh, actually, it was next was Springfield. And I got a podium and a fourth there, so that was pretty good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good for the points. And then uh, from like uh, we had Williamsgrove and then we had Texas. I struggled a little bit at those two, yep. and I was kind of surprised because th- in the previous years I don't go too bad at Williamsgrove, and yeah, I just struggled a fair bit there with setup and a few little things. But yeah, Texas was my worst round. It, it was it was terrible. And was that something that you know? Hey, sometimes people go to places and they expect that it's not going to be their best round. It's like if you could ditch a round, you ditch that round. Yeah. Where, did you expect that was going to be the worst? Or? No, I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was going to grab a podium at Williamsgrove. Yeah. Honestly, I, I really did after yep. like getting two podiums early on. Um, and I think I was like third in points, fourth in points at that stage. So I thought. You know, we could get a podium here, and yeah, no, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's it must be so competitive too. Oh, it's crazy! Like, like it, this setup is so much. Yeah. Um, you know, but obviously, I learned a lot about this year. But you just gotta be confident. Mm. A, a confidence and a strong head's a lot uh, goes into it a lot. What uh, on a mile track? Do you know off the top of your head what sort of gear in? Like you're talking like a fifteen thirty nine or something. Like it had to be something fairly. It's like fourteen. Because the cow's lucky, you can't get a 15 on the front. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's a 14, like 39 to 43, depends. Yep. Yep. So very around there. Man, it's, you, at a 39, you'd be just about the size of a hub. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's so pretty small. small yeah. Like I know my old supermoto bike, that was on 250, was a fit. You could get the 15 on, 15, mm-hmm. 39. And yeah, it was. It was pretty small to yeah. pocket. So it's tiny. Mate, that's um, that's fast, eh? Oh yeah. So what are, you, what are you in? Like going around a mile, are you in just top gear? Or no, you, so do you drop a gear back? Or what? A lot of people just use fourth gear. Okay, yeah. Um, I use fourth and fifth shifting. Yeah. Um, a lot a lot more people shifted this year as well. Is that because of a riding style? Uh, I feel like it's just more because, I don't know, I really don't know. Like a lot of yep. people just normally kept it in one gear, but everyone just started shifting at tracks like they never would have shifted at before. Really? In the previous years, so yep. yeah. It almost suited my style a little bit more because obviously back home we shift a lot, mm. so that helped me out a little bit. Is riding style something you think about a lot? Like, are you one of these people that really sits down and thinks, or are you a talented rider that just goes, "I just ride this thing and it just happens"? Or what, what do you do? No, I had, actually I had, I had a few things I used to like uh, struggle with a lot. Yeah. Um, like, obviously I got such long legs. I used to my knees used to hit the bars when I used to sl- like get a load. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And so I had to you know try and work out a way with my leg and and I and that. 
that rattled me for a little bit. You know, yeah. at one time in the off season, I think it was last year, I was just at home and I used to just try with my leg in different spots and, you know, I wasn't comfortable there, wasn't comfortable there. So wow. it took me a while to get comfortable with that, but um, that's about it really, yeah. Wow. That's a, um, yeah, because, you know, some people just um, just don't even think about their riding at mm. all. They've just got talent. You know, just talents there, and then some people really analyse every single part of you know body position and that. Yeah, yeah. you sort of fit the middle, probably. Yeah, so a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have you adapted your? Have you adjusted your riding style? To, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I rode. Um, I rode on the farm uh, three days ago with Australian setup, and I was not loving it for the first couple of laps. It was just totally different. You got to ride the bike. You know, in America, I sit more back. Yeah. You know. Uh, further back but you know back in Australia you got to be back over the front because the trials tyres are so grippy yeah but yeah no it's just just a few little things but get used to it so you're riding currently with the 2118 mm-hmm. yep and what's that so what's your service surface at the farm just like natural dirt really yep yeah just like brown sort of like soily dirt so you're just putting in some time before basically North Brisbane yeah and then back on 19s yep. still doing a little bit of both now but uh, after Brisbane Cup, it'll just be all 19s. Yep, straight back to that. Mm-hmm. And that's just purely to practice for, for next America, year. Yep. yep. And without saying too much about what you're doing next year, you're obviously going back to America. That's mm-hmm. got to be the plan. Yep, for sure. Have they re- released their calendar yet? Like have they got a... Uh, not yet. Not I yet. think so, yeah. Yep. Be interesting to see how, how that season, if the season goes back to being, you know, a, a full season starting in March at Daytona or something like that. Home. Yeah, yeah. So... That's that's the ideal scenario, I guess. Yeah, I'd say I think they're planning on that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And how, how did how did COVID affect things? Obviously, four months of no racing. But did you see things uh, like when you when you're over there? What was, you know, is everyone just locked up or what? What's it like? Uh, you know, like a lot at the start, people were scared. Like yeah. they were really really scared. Yeah. And so, like, if you like, I forget my mask all the time. Yeah. <laughs> in, America, in America, you have to wear a mask everywhere. Is that right? Yeah, everywhere, yeah. every public place, mask. Yeah. And so I'd have a mask on, and and, and no, sorry, I'd, I'd honestly always forget my mask. Yeah. And just by the end of it, I'd just start getting used to it, and like have a mask in my pocket or something. But yeah. After what six, seven months? Yeah. Or so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I wasn't in my own vehicle, like, because yep. I always had like three or four in there. Yeah. If I was in someone else's vehicle, I always forgot a mask. It was, yeah. like, it was like a job. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, yeah, it's, it's sort of like a part of your job card you've got to take. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it must have been, yeah, it's, it's in Queensland, um, it sort of hasn't been, thank goodness, you know, in yeah. touch with it, it's been pretty pretty much day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look at different parts of the world and obviously the States has been one that's um, it's affected heavily. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. It's actually crazy. I heard on the news that Amer- Australians are taking it super serious about the whole COVID thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, Americans have got masks on and everything, like reduced seating, you can't yeah. sit at some places and everything. And for me to come from there back to here, it feels like back to normal. Like yeah, like life's, yeah. life's good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which which is great, you know. Life's I perfect, think we've done yeah. a great job and, uh, yeah, fingers crossed it stays like that. No, Australia know. was definitely smart about shutting the uh, border down and, you know. For so, sure. Yeah, it was good. So... What happens, um, you go to one of these huge events and you've done them for multiple years now. What's it like going to a Springfield Mile or something like that? Is the atmosphere just... Is it it's normally crazy, but this year because of COVID, obviously f- no, fa- like, yep. no fans. Oh, there's yeah. like, depends what track we're at because every state had a different like uh, fan capacity. Right, yep. Um, so, you know, you go through some places that have 7% yep. and then you have some that have got, you know, 75%. Doesn't wow. It just all changes. But yeah... It, it's funny, like not in the previous years, stands are full, like Springfield Mile. There's not a spare seat, you know. Just crazy. Fan walk, yeah, it's just intense. You know, everyone's yep. drinking and you know, like all the fans, obviously drinking, and just having a good time. And you must love that, eh? Yeah, no, it's just it's just such a good good environment. Good environment, yeah. Because yeah. you know, you come to to here. Um, well, last Saturday was huge. You know, it's there's huge, a lot yeah. of events like that as well, but. To go on the grand scale of being over to Springfield Mile or something must must be must be good as a rider, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and that's really cool. So, what's been one of your favourite events here? You've done you've done some different ones here. You obviously did Sultans last year. You've done Aussie titles. Mm-hmm. I remember filming you at uh, the Baylor stuff at MotoGP. Yep, yep. You were you were pretty young. Uh, there. Yeah, you were been on a probably like fourteen actually. Yeah, yeah. you had been just started on the two fifty. Yep. So, what's been some fun stuff here? Uh, I always loved the Trebas Classic. Yeah, that's it. Sucks. It's not on anymore. I yep. love that, and I love the Brisbane Cup. 
Yeah, okay. Yep. That's such a fun meeting, you know. A lot of like, you know, Miller, Miller's come back and... He's coming lot, back again, eh? Yeah, a lot of those guys have come out for it, you know, at the end of the yep. year and it's just sort of like, oh, just go for it, you know. Everyone just leaves nothing on the table. It's like a Christmas party for motorcycles. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. You know, like it, it's like everybody gets together. Um, yeah, it's such a good event. Yeah, and there's always good racing no matter what. For sure. Yeah. That final's just massive. Yeah, it's so, different track every year. It's cool. Yeah, it is definitely. So, And, and that is right. Hey, Jack's definitely coming back to... Yeah, Jack's doing it. Yeah. yeah. So you got to beat him. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd <laughs> so, be tough. <laughs> yeah, because it's, you know, you've obviously got, um, you know, people to automatically think of would be yourself jared um jack mm-hmm. um i don't know if michael kirkness is coming up i'm not too sure but there's yeah. like a lot of young kids coming as well, up too coming through the ranks as yeah well, so. um there's a lot of them and then there's you know caden downing for say yeah. he's a really good rider josh krajonic he's speedway yeah fast. Um, from north queensland you got yeah. billy van erd yeah um and yeah obviously like the young local kids too like caution um seth korshevsky there's yeah there's a lot it's a good field it's, hey? it's gonna be it's gonna be packed do you, do you notice that coming back each time that uh, the riding's getting stronger here? A little bit, yeah. Yeah? And then I look like, you know, but when I was a kid, it was it it's was just pretty as, strong. Yeah. You would have done a bit of um, your junior stuff with Billy Van Oud, hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually one I missed out earlier about yeah. the whole career. You would have come through about the same sort of time. He's right? a year younger than me and Is always, right? always, I'm telling you, yeah. we were racing together. Is that right? Yeah. Didn't matter if it was for... You know, New South Wales title, would, it, somehow we always found each other on the track. Fifth and sixth, first and second, yeah. 11th and 12th, doesn't matter. We were always battling. The same spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was thinking, I was just trying to think back and I'm like, yeah, you guys would have been fairly fairly yeah, through no. the same sort of time. And whatnot. Did you ever look at going to road? Uh, a little bit, not really. Um, yeah. Obviously, it was a bit expensive. Yeah, for sure. And then I was always on the tour side. So, yeah. you know, mum and dad both road raced. Actually, um, yeah, so they road raced before I was born yeah. and then uh, dad road raced a little bit once I was, you know, after I was born, but yeah. it was sort of just like too hard and I was I was pretty tall. So, yeah, we sort of just stuck into flat track. Yep. And, yeah, I, I didn't – I knew I knew your dad had road raced, mm-hmm. which is Brett. I don't think we've mentioned that anyway, but yeah. um, but your mum road raced as well. Yeah, yeah, so mum used to road race, yeah. And you've got quite a heritage around the, um, the racing <laughs> yeah. traps, haven't you? Yeah. So, what about um, what about some of the other tracks over there? What what sort of suits your what suits your style now? You like it better at the longer track, or what are you better at? I prefer honestly like a like a looser cushion short track. That's my favourite. Really, like Daytona yeah. Beach. It was sort of a groove on night two. Yeah, but not but it doesn't matter. It was still a groove, but you could ride sideways almost. Yeah, right. It, like slippery. It, that was a fun track, honestly. So um, that's your, where you're trying to find grip. Yeah, like, yeah. That's your. You, you got to search. And you got to change your riding style. Yeah move around a lot on the bike, you know, smooth on the throttle, yeah. that sort of stuff I really enjoy. All technical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, obviously this year Daytona Bike Week wasn't a thing because that was the start of the year. Yep. What's that event like normally? What's it's, Daytona cra- like? it's so crazy. Yeah? So many people, so many different bikes, you know, everyone rocks yep. up and they got like their big stereos playing and everything. It's, it's awesome. You're obviously a fan of bikes in general. Yeah. Did you get to go to the Supercross or anything? Yeah, I actually watched Supercross. That was awesome too. Yeah. Yep. What an event, eh? Oh, it's nuts. Such a unique track as well. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. And yeah, I love, Daytona is one of the things I personally I'd love to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Daytona Supercrosses is is an event to be. Oh, so. yeah. Have you managed to go out for a ride or been at any of the, the tracks? Like I know there's a couple of flat tracks in California and that. Sounds like you base yourself more on the other side. Mm-hmm. But where some of the other Supercross riders come and have a bit of a go at or anything like that? Uh, I've raced Paris short track once. It was yep. a fun thing. And then I've... Uh, Done a little bit of riding at the Paris Half Mile, and that's about it, really. Yep. Yep. So most of the time back on the East Coast, eh? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yep. And and that's that's a good place to base yourself? East Coast, yeah, yeah. West Coast is just as good, but yeah. yeah. They're all it just you gotta have a good grip around a good group of people around you. And that's what you found. You've got your you got your hub as such, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And can can you say anything about next year or is it locked up? Uh, I can't say anything but just singles, that's it. Singles? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, cool. So I didn't want – I didn't even want to ask. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to just talk a bit about next year so yeah, just yeah. to sort of see. So. No, it'll be out in a couple of months but, yeah, no, or less but, you know, yep. I'll usually be the first to know about it. But you yeah. should be doing singles again though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. And did did you – like obviously you had um, Bowman's to help you with mechanical mm-hmm. work. How mechanically minded are you? Do you do a lot of your own stuff as well? Honestly, before I went over there, 
Like, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. When I went over there, I didn't change tyres or nothing. Dad did it all. Yep. And I soon learned the fast way because Barry had helped me out and my buddy Matt on the weekends. Yep. Uh, Matt and Keith would come to certain meetings, but Barry was at every single one. Mm-hmm. And so but through the week, I did all my own stuff. Yep. Um, you know, tyres, wheels, everything. And wow. so it was funny. I never, never went from changing a tyre in my life to all of a sudden changing like three a week. And it was just like the biggest reality check in my life. Do you enjoy it now? Oh, I don't mind it, yeah. Yeah. You get sick of it. You get, you get like sick of it through the season though because you want to like train as well or you mm. need to go to drive, then work on bikes and try and squeeze in a bit of riding or training and then race on the weekend. So it's pretty full, yeah. full on, but... You know, I, I enjoy having the, just the weekends off a little bit. Yeah, keep away from it a bit. Yeah. What's your, um, say, engine, valves and stuff like that? How often would you have to – do you have to pull them down often or um, – I did it once this year, that's it. Okay. And yeah, I only cool. did it once because I rode four months yeah. on the one bike before it even started. Good reliability. Yeah, yeah. Really, that's that's pretty awesome. We that? don't – yeah, we don't – we do a little bit to them but not too much. Yep. Nice. On a, on a bad day of racing, you know, you've gotten to – you've gotten to Texas – how do you focus when you when you're having a real rough day? What do you? Do you oh, it's hard. Yeah. Like it, you, you got to try and like bring it around, but it's it's uh, it's tough. A couple of races this year, I actually turned around pretty good. Um, yeah. Obviously, I qualified uh, pretty ordinary at Atlanta. Yep. And I uh, ended up third there on on night two, mm-hmm. um, a sixth there on night one. But there's like a couple of tracks where you, you sort of struggle a little bit, but then you'll get in a groove. Early on in the main event, you're like, oh, I'm st- you're picking them off, you know, consistently just getting through them. And it's like all of a sudden you find yourself, you know, up front. So it's good. But, yeah, you just got to try and stay focused really. If, if you stay in singles, which obviously for next year, but it, you, it, who knows, you might do it for another few years. Mm-hmm. Um, who's going to be biggest rivals coming through for the next few, you reckon? I, I know Cody Cop's coming through. He's um, Joe Cop's son. He's really quick. Wow. but. Plus a lot of the like Henry staying down, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Dallas Daniels, he won the championship, so he's going to be obviously he's he's yeah. he's a great rider. Yeah. Um, and then there's some there's so many kids or like people, I shouldn't say kids. There's so many like people people that are my <laughs> yep. age, older, yeah. that are like so fast. Like it, like the like it, the list is endless. You know, like the Trent Lowe's, you know. Um, Trevor Bruners, Colzabala. There's so many. You know, obviously Shana Texter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, the list is ridiculous. Isn't it, well, isn't it crazy the depth? Yeah. Of the sport. Mm-hmm. You when you start rattling, rattling off those names. Yeah, Mikey Rush. It just it, yep. it just keeps going. Yep. So you've got unlimited competitors mm-hmm. for. And they're all strong. At like yep. so like, I was lucky this year because I was probably the most consistent. You know, I made every main. Uh, I only left the top ten twice. Yeah, but you have like you know people that just come out all of a sudden one round just boom win it. You're like what? Where they come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so you get like the everyone sort of have like their own personal favorite track as well. Yeah, I guess that comes back to where you test on and what you've grown mm. up with in that yep, as well. For sure. How do you um? How do you afford it? Do you, is there like contingencies through brands or is there? Um, do you get prize money? Yeah, I get prize money. You get yeah. prize money through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you're stuff. living off prize money. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Dad helps me out still, but yeah. next year it'll, I'll be like, this year I was mainly on my bike. I did a lot of the funding. Dad helped yeah. me out with a few things, but yeah. um, next year it'll be it'll be just me. It'll be yeah. yeah. Did um did was it Don's Kawasaki you mentioned at the start? Yeah, yeah. They do they help you out with bikes and stuff like that? Or? Um, the bikes are ours, but they help me out with like you know when I have to rebuild them. They help yep. me with parts and yeah, you cool. know I park my RV there. It's currently parked there right now. Yeah. So you just um, park it up, yeah. lock it, and just walk away. Ah, uh, you know there's a lot more too. You got to empty all the food out of it. You know, yep. clean the fridge, hook it up so the fridge doesn't go mouldy, and you know put a cover over it. A little bit of messing around, but yeah, that's about it. And hopefully come. Late February, early March, you're back there. Yeah? Yep. Back in the um, back in home again. Yeah. Does it feel like home? It does, especially after a few years. It now. comes here, like come back here after nine months or something. It was felt it felt weird to come home. You, you don't have an accent. No, I don't. Which is which is pretty good. Like you know, uh, um, it's very easy to pick up an accent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's quite easy. Yeah. Have you driven on the wrong side of the road yet? In Australia? Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I left the gym the other day. Yep. I was half tired, yep. and I was driving out. It's like in Noosa. Mm-hmm. And I was in like it's like a side road sort of deal, and there's a car coming right at me. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> like it's, it, I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm like, oh, 
quickly flicked it over and I was yeah. like, well, it's lucky. <laughs> isn't, isn't it strange? I, I know um, I, I came home, I think it was my last trip or my second last trip to the States. I've driven my whole life growing up here, driven <laughs> yeah. here. I've been over there for six weeks, get in the car with my dad and I'm driving up the wrong side of the road and he's like, what are you doing, mate? I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> But you you pick you you fall into the default of holiday or yeah. work for you over there so much quicker than what you do mm-hmm. to your home stuff and yeah. you don't even realise it you know um, and that's the same with accents quite often as well so. yeah so like a couple of times you know when I'm not focusing on the road yep I'll notice I'll like I, I've done it a couple of times I forget the other time but yeah I was I was in the wrong lane again and then I was like dude you need to pull together man it's for me it was car parks come yeah. back into Oz for car parks because it's quite there's quite a lot going on in that. And you know, and you, you pick it up pretty quick mm-hmm. back home and whatnot. Yeah. And it's so cruisy here compared as well. Oh, but yeah. uh, you know, you would have traveled thousands of miles in the last yeah. um, oh, yeah. six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Illinois, Texas like you rattled off a fair few places to travel to. Yeah, Florida a couple of times. Yeah, of three course, times. Yeah, three times to Florida. Mm-hmm. Is does America have gloss anymore? Do you still love going there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just love the hanging out with the people. You know, yep. there's some awesome people that help me out. Yeah. Um, and just the tracks, it is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the whole thing. I, yeah, I love it. That's but good. there's so many areas you got to be careful of as well. Yeah, right. you got to be like the, the bad areas, obviously. You yep. normally stay clear from the big cities mainly. Yeah, keep out in the what we rural, call rural areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Is, um, tell me about riding the KX500. <laughs> what was that like? I think it's a beast for yeah. sure, yeah. It's, it's been a while fun. since I rode it, yeah. I think I rode it like two years, uh, last year, Wabo Titles. Yeah. Yeah, things mental. Good, good fun. Yeah, yeah. What's it? What's it like in um, like in lap speed compared? What do you What do you reckon you be? Do you reckon it'd be any good? Well, um, I've ridden it a couple of times, and um, at Brisbane, like North Brisbane, Nudgee, yep. um, way quicker on the four fifty. Marybar a little bit quicker on the four fifty. Pretty but, close. Yeah, pretty close. But then I went to um, uh, Bathurst, Long oh, Track yeah. Masters when I was I think seventeen. Yeah. And um, I actually did. I think I did the second quickest time of the night. On the 500, I only did one heat on it though because it's methanol, so fuel has to stay in to keep it cool because yep. it's you know it's an old two-stroke. And so yeah. I finished the race, shut off, just shut it off. Didn't think anything about it. Thing just locked up solid in the first heat race. No. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was a big learning curve. But I think I did the second fastest time of the night in my first heat, first time riding it on the 500. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they a cool bike still? Oh, they, it, it, it's honestly one like it handles so good as well. It does? Yeah, such a long wheelbase, super stable. Yep. So you get it onto a track like Bathurst and that on the long track. Yeah, barely awesome need to turn. Bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. But the 450s are just so um, so linear power, yep. so so smooth. Eh? They're good everywhere, yep. Going with no front brakes, was that a big big switch? A little bit, yeah. um, especially the, the thing I struggle with the most because I actually ride with my, um, my finger on the front brake all the time. Just as a natural, just as a thing, yeah. yeah. And so, I just when I first got to America, I'm sort of like, where is it? You know, yeah. just a set, like a little thing in my head, but I got used to it after a while. It's 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 an interesting like we've just no, I'll show you after this. We've just built a couple of couple of Harley because they've started a bit of V twin racing mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and uh, I was stressing about riding it. I was thinking with no front brake. I'm yeah. like, I was, you know, everyone's like, nah, it's fine. You'll get used to it. And it was, it was fine. It's not bad, yeah. But unloading it from the van and the <laughs> yeah, trucks the, is the hardest part because yeah, you just default to this. Yeah, and you get it with 250 kilos, and you're like. You know, that, that's more scary than riding it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's funny the little things that you you, you find out along the way as well. So, uh, for sure. Um, would you? I guess a lot of people super twins is a is a thing. Yep. Is that something you'd like to get into? It. That's point? my for sure goal. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That must be tough, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those guys are the best. The best. Yep. The best. Yeah. It's a. Um, such a tight class too, eh? Mm-hmm. Like tight to get into. You know, there's only so many yeah. spots that you can get in, and mm-hmm. um, it's getting almost like you've got to be into a factory to get in now. Yeah, you got to be, more, or you got to have, a, you got to be in a team, a good team, a good team. Yeah, yep. which is sort of like a semi-factory idea, isn't it? Like Pretty that. much. Yeah, there's like I think there's three three factory teams, and then yeah, you know the rest are uh, in the Super Twins class, and the rest are yeah. You know, um, like, you know, pretty well-supported teams, really. Yeah, like sort of on the fringe of being, mm. you know, a dealership factory team, I guess, yeah, is such yeah. a weird call here sort of thing. Um, what is what is your go-to track over in the States? What's the one that you can think of that's the one? Not like my favourite? Yeah. I love Daytona TT. That is the track. Yeah, or Peoria TT, they're my favourites. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, Springfield. I don't mind TTs. Springfield TT as well. Yeah. So okay. it was tough. There was no TTs this year because they're uh, they're probably my favourite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how how did you enjoy Sultans here last year? It was awesome. It was yeah. Fun, yeah. Do you think that was for dirt track one of the obviously Troy Bayless Classics being the best event I think ever um, for for dirt track here? Oh, do you yeah. think that was pretty close to? Yeah, it was good. Like in it, the path to go that way. Yeah. No, for sure. It yep. was um it was good. It was really well run. Mm. Um. But yeah, it was. It was good, you know, just three weeks on the trot, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, but it's sort of, it's it's tough almost to try and get everyone to go to 19s in Australia because they've run trials tired 21 their whole life. Yeah. So it's so hard to get them to change, you know what I'm saying? But once I sort of get it, it's, it'll be great because you can run a 19-19 on oil, loose dirt, like no dirt, you can run on whatever. Yeah. Where trials tire, you, can, you can't run it on oil. You know, 17s, you can run it on the um, dirt, but it's terrible. Mm. So yeah, it's like it's the 19. You can run one tire for every surface. It just makes way more sense. It does. Yep. Yeah, it'd be heaps better. And you look at places like um, old old days of Maryborough, mm-hmm. uh, 17. You could run 17 yep. all weekend, no no drama. Yeah, for sure. But nowadays, the the way the track is, you you be unless you're on 19s and go 19s all day. Uh, you'd be going through morning 2118 to another. Yeah. You know, like it makes no it makes no sense. Things like that, you just it just makes perfect sense to go to 1919. Mm-hmm. Everybody do it. Way done. cheaper for everyone as well. Cheaper, yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. Just needs more people to just sort of jump on board of, of that. I feel anyway. Yeah, yeah. So because um, that's a really fun tra- that's a fun track up there. Eh? Oh yeah, no, so, that is a good track. Yeah. So. Yeah, hopefully things like salt. Obviously, there's no salt to slide this year, mm-hmm. but it'd be cool to see something like that. You know, in the in the near future, yeah. where you get, you know, a twins, a mm-hmm. four fifty, and maybe a two fifty, and a, maybe a junior. Yeah, class, yeah, class. Just for running sure. like that would be. I think that'd be really cool to see for Oz. Oh yeah, that'd be great. So you know, um, Kempsey mm-hmm. was another one, wasn't it? So it was Kemp for Sultans. Yeah, it was uh, Wagga Wagga, then Appen, yeah. and then Kempsey. Did you base yourself anywhere, or did you come home each each weekend? No, I, I um. Or did you stay down there? I just or? I flew home because I was working at the time. Oh yeah, I was a carpenter. Yeah, so this year I didn't do any work, but yeah. last year I was working, so yeah. I'd fly home and work all week, and then fly back and then race. But yeah, no, it was cool. Leave a van down there or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. The first uh, from Wagga to um, Appen, Dad just stayed in Sydney, but yep. then we uh we left, and then uh, he left with me, and then we flew back a couple days before, and then uh, drove to Kempsey. So is that what you do when you're home? Chippy work? Yeah, normally. Yeah. I didn't do it this year, but yeah, I normally do. Normally do, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me, tell me a special day in racing life. What's been a special day? Like what? Just one, one, of, one of the best days you've had racing, whether oh. it be a junior, whether it be that win. Uh, it have to be the win for the sure. Win? Yep. Um, better than winning an Aussie title? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's great. Like Australian title is still great. For sure. But uh, yeah, no, just... It's super special the way it is. You know, there's a fair few fans that night. Mm. Sorry, the Florida um, government didn't really have, uh, you know, huge fan restrictions. They haven't really cared the whole way. No, out, no. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it was. It was good. There's a few fans there, and it's just like yeah, first race as well of the year. Yeah. You know, everyone was sort of like up in the air about it, and yeah, to come out and win it was awesome. Tears? No, nah, I didn't cry. I'm not. No. I don't get that emotion. Not at the moment, Marshall. No. Nah. Huge thing, mate. Like as you say, you've you've de- you've started this at four years old. This journey mm-hmm. to get to a, to get to that. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, you're in. You're like in MotoGP of flat track. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's the premium version of flat track. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to go there, and you've just won. You've won. You know, it's, it must be a good feeling. Yeah, that was awesome. So next year, you've got to get the number one plate. Obviously, that's, that's, that's the goal. That's the only goal. Yeah. That's the main Win thing. Championship. Yep. yep. So go back over next year. You'll get the van and mm-hmm. just travel around same sort of deal uh, a bit different you know the the bigger meetings are yeah we'll print yeah pretty much the same deal same sort of idea yeah 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 nice well mate who, who actually i've got to ask who supported you along the way if people like you've obviously had long-term sponsors to to help get through this obviously yeah dad's I've, been a huge thing Dad, you've had huge. people on board for a pretty long time as well i guess yeah um circo motorsports has been a big help gavin um, eels yeah yeah yep. gavin eels and the whole crew there they've been a massive help um, you know, answer hundred um, percent. Yeah. You know, Arai helmets this year. Um, that was awesome. Awesome to pick up them. How was it, actually? That's something I want to ask you. How was it riding full fight, full face over there? It's alright. You get used to it. Get used to it. A bit different at the start, yeah. but you get used to it. Yep. And then I got you know a lot of uh, sponsors here too, like Australian Road Services. They're awesome. 
that's um, Kyle Douglas. Yep, yeah. yep. Kyle and Adam. And Adam Leapke. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I got True Turf. They helped me out. Um, a lot of local guys as well. Yep. Um, you know, the, as I said, you know, dad, mom. And then also in America, I've got a lot of awesome sponsors as well. Um, like Don's Kawasaki the, yeah. this last year. Um, you know, Briar and Shana, they helped me out. Um, Bronson, you know, Barry and Lisa Bauman, you know, Matt, Keith and Jill Singleton. There's so many people. Rispoli, he helps me out. Um, he's yeah. cool dude, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's so funny. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's Rispoli and then like, yeah, Corey Texter. There's so many people that help me out. It's awesome. It's so cool to see. I, I feel that there's like a real um, cool time in the sport at the moment. Yeah, no, You know, for sure. you've got Corey and that doing the tank slapping mm-hmm. podcast and that over there as well. You've got uh, Rispoli doing like his vlogs and stuff. Yeah. It's sort of cool to see characters and that coming through and different sides of the sport. Yeah. I think that's something that's missed out on. Uh, you know, Supercross and that does it really well. That's the way that they've, had, they've boosted their thing. Yep. But it's really cool to see some of the people in the sport yeah no for sure I feel that's really and things like this give people the platform to be able to talk about the, their sport that they're in as well yeah which has probably been missed for a long time it's oh, accessible yeah, now sure. so that's cool yeah so what gear do you wear normally so answers obviously answer and mix yeah and then obviously sorry leathers? sorry Shark Villas has been a huge sponsor as well yep sorry about that yeah yeah so the Shark from the Gold Coast obviously yeah 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 yep. um, family run business yeah awesome yep. awesome business yeah so they do leathers for you obviously custom, custom leather yep. yep and you take, take them back over uh, yeah, I take them. I get a, get, you know, get a set every year and take them back over and then bring them home and yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, they're awesome. Yeah. They, they, because I believe they've been with you for a while too, eh? Oh yeah, they've. When I first started juniors, they were with me. Yeah right. Junior two fifties. Yeah, junior two fifties. I was like thirteen. I had my first set. Because as a as a family, um, obviously they've been around bikes their whole time whole as lot, well. Yeah. And very well known around, you know, junior Aussie titles, flat track ranks, and that as well. Hey? So, no, for sure, yeah. Um, but, uh, well, mate, thanks for coming in. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. Been it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I wasn't riding away riding enduro bikes, I'd be definitely coming to the North Brisbane Cup. Yeah. So, but spewing, I'm absolutely, I was talking about last night, spewing, I'm missing it. But, um, yeah. Are you going to ride Maryborough? Uh, I'm going to try to, yeah. Never know, might even come up on Sunday. Oh, so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming in, mate. And I oh, uh, can't, can't wait to see what you achieve. And as long as you enjoy it and you're doing something that so many people would just love to do. And um, yeah, you seem like such a humble, cool dude. So thanks for coming in. No, thank you very much for having me. It was awesome. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Thank you.